Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's nothing about Germany. Why I made the curator's pick of the What's going on, people? Welcome to another great episode of TFR. Hashtag TFR Podcast Live presents observations. Let me bring in my co-host. There she is, Tanya M. Congress. That's my sister, y'all. How is your day? So uh, despite these minor irritants that uh, <laughs> Lord knows are uh, are particular irritations to me, things with audio and things with stuff like that is an irritant. However, despite those, I am doing wonderful this morning uh, under the circumstances. You know, we're still uh, dealing with a few things uh, with our loss. But uh, aside from that, I'm doing wonderful this morning. How about you? Hey, I'm doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances you know we've got this covid and of course our loss and uh people losing their lives and we're headed into this election and we're watching the same information be disseminated again uh and people seem to be falling for it hook line sinker just falling for it. So that's why we're here to give the information that we believe is necessary to make you an informed voter, right? And also right. and just just be informed about what's happening in your situation in your life, right? And so that's what that's what we're here for. That's what we do. As I do some uh, promotion here, as I'm spreading the signal out, this is episode 10. Well, so yesterday... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, episode 10 of uh, TFR Podcast Live presents OB uh, Observations. It's our observations and take on the uh, latest things that are going on that concern our community as black Americans and we had a very uh, we had a very good show yesterday as we were uh, trying to load up the package that you put together that we we're gonna I look forward to seeing today yeah. um, it took a while to load and so in the meantime we had a caller uh, by the name of Patrick call in and he uh, gave some uh, good contribution to the good dialogue to what we were discussing yesterday and so it all worked out just right uh, with the with it not loading up and all that 
but we are at a time that we are just uh we have to i can't reiterate it enough that we must pay attention to what's going on out here um and you just said it that we're getting the same rhetoric that we've been getting every four years and you know you have a group of us that keep falling for it hook line and sinker and i'm trying to figure out have they ever heard the uh saying that it's insanity to continue to do things the same way and expect a different result uh that's categorized as insanity and so unless um we're sitting there with our eyes closed and just wishing you know wishing on a star you know what i'm saying if we're not unless we're doing that things are not changing i think we're about uh, i'm not i'm not trying to hit talk about the 60 mark yet but i'm in my headed to middle 50s and uh, we haven't seen nothing uh uh different since then since before then um you know we're not seeing anything different and so at what point are we going to do different it's obvious it's painfully obvious that the change is going to have to come from our end in order to get you know get the attention and get things done and actually money is what always talks and because we contribute the most to other people's economies when we start pulling out of those economies and supporting our own economies um, that's when we're going to uh, be able to have more leverage to get things done um, I don't yeah. think they'll be able to burn down our communities anymore <laughs> for you know um, if we start doing our own thing so that's that's that Listen, people People have heard that and have uh, talked that for years about people doing economy. I think that we've been hit with the reality that every time we uh, do something as a people, there's a highway pushed through or there is a there's a rezoning of our business districts, which leave us, you know, pretty much impotent, I'll say, I use that word, uh, uh, less potent, and always, it's always a way to knock us down to make us start over. But it's not a woe is me party, it's just what fact is, right? So we got this, uh, I saw this meme, and I thought this was, this would be something good to start with before we got with the package. You're not going to wake anybody up anymore. We're basically at end game. And pretty much what it says is the people are where they're at. They're going to be happy where they're at. And because they're happy where they're at, when it all comes down, they're going to go back to their default button and follow what they believe already, which is within their default button, and they won't want to activate or won't want to do what we're screaming out, you know, what we're constantly communicating to the people. They won't want to do that, right? And so it's really just, you know, you're not going to wake anybody up. But what I say is, 
we leave it for the next generation so they will have a blueprint. Let's say that people just go back to their default with what's coming, right? Civil war, are we blind, right? If they go back to their default, we have still left information for the next generations to discover and say, hey, how come you guys didn't, you know, do this, you know, so, what do you got to say to that? Um, I would be interested to see what the end. I would be interested to see what the end of that says. That um, and unfortunate as it is, uh, where the crap when the fan they're gonna back, they're gonna turn around and say, uh, and then it stops there. I'd be interested to know what it is they're gonna say, um, but. You know, this is a, uh, as I was reading this statement, I was also thinking about uh, the, the information that we put out and then the information that uh, you and Tracy put out and then the information I put out on my broadcast. And we cover the whole spectrum uh, of life um, by through our three broadcasts. And this is absolutely correct because when you're giving information to people, uh, the only thing we can do is like what you said, we can give the information and people get it or they don't. Uh, because when it starts feeling like it's a push, like you're speaking to people and it's like you may, you do a better job finding a door in your house and just standing there and talking to it because it's going to give you the same level of understanding, which is going to be absolutely nothing. You know, with that blank stare, the door is going to be blank. It's going to stay the same color. It's going to look at you and it's just going to just be sta standing there, hanging on the hinges, uh, not doing opened and closed as you do it, as you operate it. So it's the same thing with people. It's like sometimes it's like looking into the eyes of people who are in, in a coma and they're not actually... The scary thing is there's an inability to hear. And it's an inability not only to hear with the outer ear, it's an inability to hear with the inner ear, the inner spirit. That That's really um, something that's disconcerting and a bit discouraging when you're looking at a people and you're concerned about them, you love them, and it's like they're just not going to get it. And that's something I've had to learn to accept that yet I'm still tasked with giving information and stuff like that even though I know the majority are just not going to get it that is true the majority but we're basically at the end right? so mm -hmm. what we're looking at is that reality as we move forward and this and I thought that was a poignant meme to what we're talking about today because afterwards after it's all said and done I'm going to bring this up real quick it's going to be a little big there we go after it's all said and done Democrat party after the election American black people Democrat party after the election American black people uh, how about that? Is that is that not something? Is that not a statement of fact? The way it's always been, they find a way after they've used you up 
to go on ahead and discard you and throw you out the truck. You're not you're not part of the uh, you're not part of the trip that is being made, right? So, what do you think about that? Before we keep it moving. Instantly, what I looked at, you know, I'm extreme and 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 uh, animated. So instantly, when I looked at it, I this is my picture. You've been riding around like a whore all night in this truck, and now the sun has come up, and person is on their way home to wash up or whatever because y'all was nasty, y'all, you know, and have nowhere to wash up. So you in the truck, and now. They just throwing you off on the side of the road. They didn't even ask you where you could be dropped off at. Uh, can I drop you off at your home? Can I drop you off at the bus stop? Can I drop you off at the hotel? Can I drop you off anywhere? Can I make anything convenient for you? Can I give you uh, a... And, and this looks like a person that didn't even get paid. They was just uh, tossed off the truck. So think about that. Think about, you know, I know that was an extreme... Uh, 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 it was extreme... But think about that because that's exactly how it's going to feel when you are sitting there looking stupid with egg on your face because you went with the program, you you were back at your regularly scheduled program, you went with the program and now here you are out there by yourself and worse than before because this is the thing, when you've been played before you know, fool me once, shame on me. Uh, I mean, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And so now we in about the fourth or fifth time with this here. And so now you're not even getting respect. You're just getting thrown out the truck. It's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your service. Bye. No payment. No nothing. Just thrown out the truck. That's funny. This right here, this next one, crap, right? We've been subject to eating crap, right? As we get ready to begin, right? C, carbonated drinks. R, refined sugar. A, artificial food. P, processed foods, right? We've been subject to doing just that. And this is what's being fed to us and what you eat determines on how you process. So it's very important, uh, uh, coming from off of the other meme, you're not gonna wake people up necessarily, but it is what we have eaten over time and really, it's what we've allowed ourselves to be injected with, right? We've been allowed. Dude, does anyone have that mark? It's like a, you know, it was a booster shot. Like when you get around 12 years old, they would give you a booster shot. I don't know if it was for what, polio or the mumps or measles polio. or whatever. Polio. Polio. And so, polio. Yeah, so you would take that and there's a mark and everybody has that mark on their side of a certain age. Do people remember? It's what you're 
ingest, injected with, which determines what you're going to believe and what you're going to take if you're not conscious of what you've been injected with. Now we're getting ready to put the rubber to the road. Here we go. What do you got to say to that before we start? Um, the the food uh, meme that you did before this one, this one, those things are very, very, very important because now we're at a time where we need to be at least engaged in the process of reversing uh, what those things have caused. That food thing uh, meme before this one, this is uh, um, this is the reason why you're pliable to certain information because those same food are the things that give diabetes. Those are the things that give you heart disease, and those are things that slow down your brain. And it's also linked. Uh, diabetes is linked with dementia and uh, things like that. So those are diseases of the mind, dementia and stuff like that, where you're starting to slow down. You can't understand, you can't comprehend. So that coupled with these uh, vaccinations that we received and they're escalating with wanting to give in this season, this is something that uh, we need to pay attention to and the reason why people are comatose and just don't get it. This is the reason why, it's what they're ingesting. Every day, people are ingesting high carbonated, uh, carbonated drinks, uh, high sugar foods, uh, processed foods, and, um, you know, that's what they're eating every day. So it's hard for them to process. They're comatose. They're looking at the screen with that blank stare and ain't nothing going on upstairs. It's just their brain is like there's a pinball moving around in it, just bouncing around in there. But there is no processing. So this has been our problem. And this is a deep problem. We want to say what's going on to Marnisa. We see that she's watching. We want to say what's up to Tanya Latrice. Of course, she's watching. All right, we got those watch parties going. Again, for those coming in, you are watching TFR Podcast Live. Hashtag TFR Podcast Live presents Observations by Crazy D with my special guest host, Tanya M. Congress. Make sure you smash the share button. Make sure you smash the like button. Make sure that you go over to the Film Review Life channel and make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Wherever you're watching, if you're watching on FB or you're watching on Periscope or you're watching on Vimeo or you're watching on the Film Review Life channel, we appreciate you coming in and uh, being with us on this Tuesday, right? So look, there's a, this was an interesting meme, and I brought this because, like I said on the show yesterday, there's a buddy of mine who had an unfortunate situation with uh, an emergency room over the weekend, right? He had a prostate issue. And he filmed it, but some for some reason it got taken down off of Facebook. But the name we're talking about this, and we look at this. We talk about the KKK in the police department. What about the KK doctors and hospitals, right? What happens when the KKK changes 
phenotype, right? What happens when we're on that old time thinking that it's about Caucasians when really anyone who is put to be above you will hold those same views and those same thought processes, right? And this is where we get into where we're talking about civil war. Are we blind to what we're seeing happening in the streets? Is the media complicit in keeping us blind to what's going on in the streets? And this is where we get to it, right? So say your piece and then we're getting ready to get started. We're getting ready to get started as people come in. The media is definitely complicit and not only this meme speaks volumes because not only what about the KK doctors in the, uh, the nurses too, the media too, in every arena there are uh, not necessarily KKK but you can you them to them because their deeds and their intentions are wicked. So um, thinking of that, yeah, what about these uh, other arenas where this exists? I don't care for you as, as a exists, where they're not going to go the extra mile to save your life uh, because your organs or uh, they're not going to, uh, maybe they just don't feel like your life has any value and want to save it and bump your, and those who are going to mourn. Um, any of that it could be going through the mind of wicked people but yeah by they've got you going in and out you know what I mean I I don't know what I don't know what they're doing they've got you going in and out so I'll let you know that from the front but let's get this started okay people civil war are we blind to what we're seeing, right? With Antifa, BLM, Black Visions, uh, Minnesota, Caucasian nationalist groups pushing accelerationism and whatever other groups that are covering their faces spurred on by the Dixiecrats begin the destruction of American infrastructure, will the Dixies be able to turn the monsters they've made off? When Nancy tore up the State of the Union address, hashtag TFR Podcast Live, warned that that act of ripping up the address was a declaration of war. People laughed. People laughed. But what we see now is Dixiecrats as they were when they were the party of lynching. They've risen again to declare war. Civil war. Let's go. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you very much. Now, right there, 
Nancy Pelosi rips up part of Donald J. Trump's State of the Union speech for 2020, right? Already, the Dixiecrats were acting disrespectful because even you could fight fire with fire, let me say that, but you got to know how to round the fire. The, the reason why uh, fire fire departments fight the wildfires and they use fire to fight fire, they know how to bend the fire with the wind and bend the fire into another direction to keep it from burning down houses. But when your uh, group and you're out again as far as visual is uh, uh, concerned, Tanya, you're out again. Um, when you're a party and you're supposed to be, you wanted to use fire against fire, okay, you had the tea party, now you've got these Antifa people doing what they're doing out there. When you're using fire to fight fire, you have to know how to bend to keep the house from burning down, houses from burning down. But then when they're trying to use fire against fire, the fire ends up burning down the whole house. So let, let's continue on with what Nancy Pelosi is doing. Tanya, you can go back out and come back in and I'll bring you back in. I don't know what's going on with the signal right now. Okay, I'm here. So she ripped this up and I automatically wrote on, on my FB page, Crazon Dion, that that was an act of war and people scoffed but it was somewhere that I learned in uh, social studies or civics or just American history or world history is when a document is ripped up or the person comes and slaps the person with a glove and says, I want satisfaction. That's a declaration. And I know, I know that, you know, after we came through, you know, they kind of purposefully retarded the education system so that the gifts that are naturally inside of each individual would not be cultivated to bring out that individuality so that that person could shine their gifts upon the world, right? And we know, we understand that, but that was a declaration of war and no one saw it, but this is what this is, right? And remember the premise. This is the same party of lynching. Someone over to the Republican Party after 64, 65, 68 Civil Rights Act, but many remained, right? Who still believe in the same tenets and foundations of what the Dixiecrats initially stood for. And so it, it now it's just rearing its head and we as American black people have to, a duty to ourselves, we have to realize what we're seeing and what we might be co-opted into doing because of our lack of knowledge or our ignorance, which that's all ignorance is, is lack of knowledge. But once you get the knowledge, if you continue on, then it can be considered stupidity because you heard it, you got the information, and you 
got the knowledge, but you chose to willfully ignore it. Let's continue. Now, do you remember the movie Kings of New York? What was Kings of New York about? Let me pause this for a minute. Let me come over to the audio here. Tiny, do, have you ever seen the movie Kings of New York? No, I did not have the pleasure of seeing that. It looks like it's something I need to go back and look at, but tell us what it's about. So this is Daniel Day-Lewis, right? And it's really Leo DiCaprio is the next generation who comes up after his father is killed in this battle that ensues here. His father is killed, really traded upon, really, right? And then as Leo DiCaprio comes up, the people who were defeated really are under the foot of the people who were who defeated them. Now, it was a battle between the people who were established in the United States. They were the ones who were established, right? And then there were the people who they considered the invading hordes, which were Irish and Dutch and etc. etc. So there were the people who were originally here, the people who quote unquote settled, right? Now in this movie, you don't get to the uh, uh, blacks until the wars until the wars kick off again once Leo DiCaprio comes of age. And they say, you know, the blacks are just walking down the street. They get tarred and feathered. They get lynched. They get all this in this movie, right? Pretty much, they weren't even in the movie until um, Oliver Stone wanted to show just whatever. Just pick a just pick a right. So that's what he wanted to show. However, <clears throat> in actuality, in real life, there were. This is this is New York City. It's called the Five Points. That's where the five boroughs intersected, right? And Burrows, each okay. gang had their area. But the original people, right, who came here and quote unquote settled, did not appreciate immigrants coming to the United States to take position, to take jobs, to take and change the way of life with their foreign ways of thinking. This is a flashpoint that this film talks about, which we are in this same flashpoint today, except for, unlike the movie, American Blacks had a stake in this because many were free up north, but they were still battling uh, slavery down south and trying to emancipate a lot of slaves a lot of Irish which is the one of the invading hordes that they focus on is the main focal point of this picture the Irish get off the boat and they're either sent off to be uh, in the war if they aren't physically fit then they're here in the towns or they go and become patty rollers to bring back escaped slaves who were trying to be free in the land that they were enslaved in, right? So this is the history. So this is the backdrop of what's happening. And this is the flashpoint that we are in today. Now, 
As this kicks off, my spiffy editing, 213-943-3358, 213-943-3358. As this kicks off, you begin to see similarities to what we are seeing in what we're seeing in uh, Portland, uh, Minnesota, right? The different cities around Michigan, uh, in Michigan, Ohio, et cetera, et cetera. All the different cities that are on fire right now with this particular insurgent group that may be funded by the same people who tried to succeed, had tried to have succession from the union. Let's continue on now. So let, let's hold up for a minute. Now, I play this because this is Protestant versus Catholic, right? And somehow or some way, American blacks got involved in this situation. Either you're Protestant, Martin Luther the Reformer, not Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther, the reformer, who believed that it was more than just faith that you had to do work. So he broke away. He got rid of all the deities, got rid of the incense and things and said that this is Protestantism. And Protestants believe that uh, faith without work is dead. So it was a automatically a denomination that broke away from the main church that had had locked on the old world. And in the new world, not only did they break away from the king who was subject to the church, the Catholic church, they also broke away from the Catholic teachings and picked up the reformer Martin Luther's beliefs to make Protestantism, right? Catholicism versus uh right. So Protestantism, right? So so you see the two and they're battling here and this is what the kings of New York the gangs fighting at the five points and making sure that they keep their place in America, their place that they built. And this is what this, this is what this is about. So let's continue on with this. Hey, 
So you see my inner cutting, that's called inner cutting, cutting images together to say, and it's not Oliver Stone, but Martin Scorsese on, I was corrected by my producer, Tracy, that's what a producer is good for. So it's Marty Scorsese for Kings of New York. So as you see, what are we seeing? What are we seeing? Do we see the similarities to something that was happening in the 1800s in the United States and now we're in the 2020s in the United States of America and the clashes are the same. The established putting down those who are insurgent, those who are trying to bring about a new existence in America. And where do American blacks land in that new existence? 213-943-3358. Where do American blacks land in that new existence that this particular groups or these groups out here on the street are bringing about, right? BLM, when I see BLM and they say BLM activists, rioters, I, I think automatically Caucasians because that's all we see. I wrote BLM on Twitter. They still haven't responded. Have you been co-opted? And I would say yes. What are we seeing and where do American blacks stand in the middle of this? Is it about voting or are we in the beginning of a civil war, are we blind? Are we blind? Are we blind? And what do you have to say about that? And the land of the free and the home of the brave. Okay, so the land of the free and the home of the brave that everybody knows that we have repackaged slavery going on here because we have been put in a position where we're not able to move. It's like being in an electric chair strapped in, uh, you being murdered several different ways. You take an injection and then after the injection, while the injection is working, they're going to flip the switch and electrocute you as well. Now, unlike these previous, like the two clips you showed was pointed because those were different periods in human history, yet they were speaking to the same issue. So here we find ourselves in this quandary here where you have two groups of people, you could say Democrat and Republican, you can say, uh, you can name any number of things, the titles to them, but 
um, it still remains that we are the people that are the outsiders that are being shifted around and pushed back and forth. You ever see a movie where there's there's two sides getting ready to fight and and they're fighting for somebody and both of them think they're defending the same person. And so they push that person on that side and then they shove the person back on the other side. They shove the person back on the other side. This is what this feels like. This is what this feels like. And we're catching all the crap passing through with it. Right? We have got to make a a resolution. We have got to make up our minds that we're not going to do this with them. We need to change the scape. And, and we've been, you know, when we talk about what we need to be doing, that's been going on for years too. We need to do this and we need to do that. But some of this stuff is going to start on an individual level. Each one, teach one that can hear. Everybody is not able to hear. Everybody is not going to move out of their comfort zones like we talked about. Um, everybody is not going to be able to fathom what we're talking about. Everybody's not going to be able to digest it or ingest it. They're just not going to do it. So those of us who are resolute in our how we see things are going to just have to go at this with like-minded individuals uh, to get this done. And we talked about over the couple of broadcasts sitting this one out. And the more I say it, the more I understand that this is exactly what needs to be done. This is exactly what needs to be done. We need to sit this one out sit it out and see what the reaction is going to be we might find some surprises I see that 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 common great wisdom of when you're in the neighborhood and you say I'm staying out the way you know so you have to just stay out the way of this because this is a battle between it's white on white crime is white establishment versus white this white that white that you got some people who want to cripple america we talked about accelerationism on hashtag tfr podcast live between episodes 104 and 110 you can go back and listen 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 and figure out what you are seeing happening then you have other groups that are masking themselves as blm a few white groups black groups and they're out there destroying now as we go through this now in the scenes that's coming up you know the the guy he's an australian reporter right and he it, people outside of america notice something more than what people inside now we at tfr podcast live Hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB and hashtag TFR Podcast Live. We notice, like, a lot of my films that I entered into film festivals, I entered a lot of film festivals overseas and they really awarded my films. So I don't even put all my awards up, but they, from that, they tell me I have a European sensibility about how to tell a through line, to tell a story. So the sensibility is to be an American citizen, but to be able to look at it as if you're not in it. You have to be able to come out the bubble and look at it, pull from the bubble, turn around and look at what you're seeing. What we are seeing is the beginnings 
of a civil war and where do we sit in it now next to him i put in a box is a scene where antifa and some of the other groups that are masking as blm started a fire in a retail area underneath a building but there were still children and people still in the apartments above and you hear the person say get a fire extinguisher there's people still up there what the and you hear people laughing in the scene and they say something about so what this is what we're dealing with this is what the democrats are not trying to stop because they thought that it would hurt trump because trump kept talking about law and order and so they would back lawlessness and pay into funds that help those who are not peaceful protesters i'm sure there's some peaceful protesters who were helped too but those who are rioters and looters and anarchists and accelerationists white nationalists be free from prosecution right so this is what we're seeing what are we seeing 213-943-3358 let, let, let's continue on with this as we go on so i gave you context of what you're seeing in other places the new american civil war now suddenly democrats and their media mates are panicking u.s president donald trump the monster that they thought looked beaten suddenly looks like the favorite to win the november election how could this possibly have happened after all the media attempts to kill him off well one big reason is that the left started a civil war And so I told you that when she ripped those papers up and people did not believe me, people wrote and said, oh, he must be a, 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 a Republican, such and such, 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 such. And I said, I've been straight American black Democrat, Cuyahoga County since the inception of me registering, voting and registering people to vote since I was 19 years old, right? So that's not it. But I can see beyond so-called party, Dixie crack, coon loyalty, because I've never been a coon. I've been fighting the power all the time. While people were out serving dope, I was registering people to vote. When people were out having fun, doing whatever they wanted to do, I was registering people to vote in Ohio. When people came back and they got off of probation and I learned that Ohio was the state that after uh, felons finished their, their probation and got off from halfway houses and they finished everything, they could register to vote. I was out there registering and you never know how that feels to a person to have their ability to vote reinstated because people would not tell them that Ohio was like that. And the 
And one person in particular used to work at this jewelry store out at the mall. And I came in uh, after I had registered and voted. I waited for a while because it goes through a process once you send the cards in. And I came in, I say, uh, it was after the election. I said, did you vote? He said, yeah, I got my card in the mail and I was able to go to my precinct and vote and thank you. Why people were having fun. My wife and I, 30 years a piece amongst us, 60 years of out there fighting the power, spreading this message, registering people to vote. And so when you're into the politic and you're looking at it and you don't have loyalty to either party, not a coon for the Dixies, nor a coon for the Republicans, nor a coon for red, blue, progressive, whatever, nonpartisan, not a coon for that, but you are for your people, American black people, American black citizens, for us to rise and take our place ascending from descendant, from being descendants of people who were in slavery, right? Descending from people who were already here, who were reclassified as colored to mix in with the group of people who were disenfranchised from their rights of being what is called America now, being disenfranchised from their rights, being commingled in what is colored now that is American black, We have been fighting this a long time while people were out there having fun, trying to live the lifestyles of the rich and famous. They saw Robin Leach. They wanted the BMW and the Benz with the windshield wipers <laughs> on the lights, on the headlights of their cars. They wanted the phones. They wanted the jewelry. They wanted all that. While they were playing around and doing all that and doing everything that they could to have that and selling that little pebble is one of the most coonish actions that you could have ever done. Now there's people who have made amends but for those who act, act like they don't ever want to talk about what they did to destroy a whole community and then were imprisoned through a game. So you imprison and you destroy the black one. We never know why someone would take the prettiest young ladies in the neighborhood and turn them strawberries. Well, why would you turn American black women strawberries when they are the ones who bring through your seed? You devalue your own women. That is some of the most coonish behavior ever. Then you're subject to 100 to 1. First, in the 80s, the man who funded the Contra Wars Right, he brings in the cocaine to turn into Ready Rock. Then a senator during the the next Republican in office comes up with 101, and then in the 90s he comes up with three strikes: one under a, a Republican president, one under a Democrat president, and you towing the coon Democrat line, wanting to be a good Negro hobnobbing would. Vote for that. 
Do you know what is going on? And do you realize that that party that is allowing this to happen in democratic cities, they are allowing the cities to burn, to be in upheaval, to have clashes like the five points in Kings of New York. Do you realize that we are in the beginning of a civil war? Are we blind? What do you got to say? Uh, yeah, blind and deaf. Blind and deaf. Um, everything that you just cited is something that is readily seen. This is not something that, I mean, you're a historian, but you don't have to go through a lot of deep research to find this. And, and we've been sitting smack dead in the middle of it. And so to only, it's like sitting in the middle of something and the bullets are flying right past you. The grenades are flying right past you. The, um, the cannons are flying right past you. You're right there. You're in the middle of it. Uh, you're not being seen as important that you're sitting there in the middle of it. So what we've been saying to you is get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. This is their war. This is their war. They want your vote because your, your vote your number so your number counts for something it counts for something to push it either one way or the other way but we should get out of the way get higher get out of uh, the line of them being able to speak to us about anything shut them down shut them down and watch and see what happens it'll be a horse different color as far as us getting things done the way we need to get them for us this is supposed to be for us we have to do things for us and for my people in the christian community who is you know kumbaya this is not a color thing it absolutely is a color thing and the color thing is not to say we don't have uh, love for other people but however those other people that you have love for that you're going to stand um, stand in defense of they're not coming to defense you know I'm going to I'm going to uh, talk about a situation here in Cleveland Ohio in 9-11 when the Twin Towers were hit um, I was my husband and I already planning uh, a prayer on public square on behalf of our church uh, we were going to host the prayer on public square on september 22nd this is before the twin towers were hit on the 11th we already had this plan so by the time the towers were hit it was think and timely that we were doing this citywide prayer on um, public square because of what had happened though it began to be a situation where the prayer was going to be centered around the 9-11 event and um, so we planned that and everything. And do you know that we had very little Caucasian turnout? All the Caucasian churches, even those ones that were supposedly friendly with our church, there were two in particular. And I'm going I'm to spare y'all's names, right? But there were two in particular, and I want to say them. Two in particular, very, uh, 
Caucasian churches on the west side of Cleveland who were friendly with us, they did not come out to participate in the prayer. They didn't come out to support the prayer. But then two weeks later, they rented public hall or uh, whatever it was, a, a larger venue indoors, and they did their own prayer. Did their own prayer. They did not invite uh, a lot of black churches to participate. And so this is where we get down to the rubber meeting the road regarding religion. Religion still has prejudice uh, that the practitioners of the religions still uh, they still practice those prejudices. They have not been freed or delivered uh, from the prejudices. So at this point in time, we're not concerned about uh, how this is going to affect them. They want to talk about it. There, there's an open we can call and talk about it. We can talk about, you know, our racial differences within the the Christian um, community as it weighs in two, one, with three. what has been going on two, in this country. Two one three, two one three nine four three. 3358 213-943-3358 let's talk about it let's hatch this out you know we're not coming to trying to come to resolution we just want to hear where your head is at so people will have an understanding so everybody will have an understanding where everyone is coming from continue on exactly so I, need, I needed to bring that up because sometimes in our beliefs uh, that we indoctrinated into tend to shy away from certain conversations because we don't want to be an offense to our brethren in that which we've been uh, indoctrinated into um, but this is something that that's part this is a part of the discussion why aren't you saying anything we are the kingdom the kingdom is supposed to have influence not just in the church the kingdom is supposed to have influence in the highways and the byways supposed to have influence in government supposed to have influence now there's no separation of church and state uh there's the harlot beast they're bedfellows so the harlot is the religions the beasts are the governments they ride together they roll together they're bedfellows so it's how is it that uh, we're not having these discussions we just sweeping them under the rug let's be quiet that's not you know the one finger i'm about to dip uh thing you know let's 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 just keep quiet on this no we can't keep quiet on it this is a whole problem that in in encompasses a whole community listen this reporter is from australia right and he calls it for what it is. He sees that it is a civil war. So let, let, let's continue on and let's uh, watch the package, you know, that I cut up. You know what I'm saying? You want great packages cut up, you call Crazy D because we know how to put it across for you over here at lordlandfilms.com. Don't forget that, lordlandfilms.com. Lordlandfilms.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go. Let's go on. It's backfired. So Nancy Pelosi's against the board wall that's supposed to protect American citizens, but has big fat walls in front of her house. She's all for the mask mandate, all for the lockdown, all for shutting down the economy until she has a little special Nancy Pelosi hair appointment. Hair salons are shut down in California right now. What are you doing at a hair salon, Nancy? 
Walking pretty steady for a woman who downs a gallon of vodka with Texas. Oh yeah, boo, boo, we're on to you. So liberal elites get to do whatever they want. They want to defund the police, but they'll have armed security. They're against the border wall, but they have walls. They're for mask mandates and shutting down small businesses, but they get to go to their special liberal elite appointments. Over it. For more than three months, mobs whipped up by race baiters in the far left have burned, trashed, bashed and looted in a string of Democrat-run cities, Minneapolis, Portland, Chicago, Seattle and more, are claiming to fight racism, but basically often using that as an excuse to steal, destroy and be racist themselves. Good afternoon, every... All right, so let me break in here for a minute. So look. The guy's perspective, you know, you can hear him, and in my opinion, he's LGBTQ. But there's a new designation, and I wrote it down. It's a queer, black, trans, something. It, it, because there's a division, a split that's happening, you know, you know, because some of the people in the LGBTQ movement need some thanap, right? So they, they will use black bodies, but then when it's time for the monetary break off or the advancement in society, well, no, not too much. So there's a split. So there's a new designation called queer, black, trans, something, something, right? So it's a, it's a new acronym, right? So he's obviously a queer, black, trans, Right, you know, whatever it is. But let's just say LGBTQ, right? Even the LGBTQ realize what is going on, right? And so that's why I put that in because his analyzation and his observation of what was happening is valid. That they want protection. Now, as we go through these, as we go through this package that I cut up, you're gonna see situations where what would you do? They shot down one, they shot down two. What the, am I supposed to do? What would you do if a mob came around you, right? Would you think that it was justified for that mob to come around you? So let, let's continue on, right? As we come to uh, the press secretary for the president, as we start to break down and break down some of these Myths, because you have to be. We have to tell you, you have to if you're going to vote, right? You have to be thoroughly educated. Education is nothing more than a training, uh, organized space that allows what's naturally inside of you to come forth, and it's supposed to cultivate your talent. Now, people who are spreading propaganda are not about you being individual and having your individual talents. They're not about that. So they will mask what they're doing. So let, let, let's continue and then you'll see more of what I mean once we get to this. Everyone. Two briefings ago, I asked, where is Nancy Pelosi? Today, I can announce we have found Nancy Pelosi. Um, as you can see, we found Nancy Pelosi going into her hair salon. We will be playing the video on loop for all of you to see. 
during the duration of this introduction. Nancy Pelosi was not in the halls of Congress when I asked where she was. She was not working in good faith to make a deal for the American people. Nope, Nancy Pelosi was found in San Francisco at a hair salon where she was indoors, even though salons in California are not only open for outdoor service. Apparently, the rules do not apply to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. She wants small businesses to stay shut down, but only reopen for her convenience. Do as I say, not as I do, says Nancy Pelosi. This would be high comedy, right? It's like Donald Trump and his people have been hanging around American Blacks so much that they know how to read. They know how to read. They know how to get at people. And actually, for American Black people, Donald Trump should be the favorite president because he kicks it the way we kick it when we getting ready to get somebody straight. And his people are able to do the same. I mean, this is just amazing. And, and you see your reaction. You never saw this before, have you, Tiny? You never saw this before. No, I haven't. Right, because the media is blocking out. The media is blocking out certain things. You, that's why you have to sit there and watch the press conferences and not take secondhand reporting from the reporters. Oh, we're going to break this down this morning. This is very important. Donald Trump should be the most favorite president of all time of American black people because he, he and his team gets people up off of them. So he would not be under the feet of people. He gets them up off of them, tells them where to get off, tells them what it is and what he's going to and what he's not going to take. And we should be just having a howl fest, like how my sister was over there just howling and laughing, a howl fest at this because it's so funny. And we're gonna break down some misleading information in the media tonight because that's what we do here over at hashtag TFR podcast live OB observations and then from there you can go because it's our opinions you can go research it and say hey and then you come up with your own truth your mind state and get out of being in this hamster wheel mindset that we're in so let's continue Nancy Pelosi is holding up $1.3 trillion in relief for the American people. Nancy Pelosi is holding up $1.3 trillion in relief for the American people. Nancy Pelosi is holding up $1.3 trillion in relief for the American people. You see, you have to repeat it three times to get it. Nancy Pelosi is holding up $1.3 million for relief to the American people. This is what we're talking about. The next stimulus text should have been out, but what are they holding the money up for? They want to make sure that illegal aliens have health care. Yes, people. Not that American blacks should get 
2000 get a lump sum and then $2,000 a month for life for reparations. No, they are talking about illegal aliens getting health care, getting something that Americans guarantee no copays, something that most American citizens cannot get. Can you wake up? But we're not trying to wake up. We're leaving the information for the next generation so they will look at you when you're 70 or 80 years old and say, what were you thinking when TFR Podcast Live OB and TFR Podcast Live was there dropping the information? All you have to do is go back and listen to episodes 104 through 110 of hashtag TFR podcast live on the film review life channel. All you have to do is listen to episodes 121 through 129 of the film review on the film review life channel. All you have to do is go to the Film Review Life channel and listen to episodes 1 through 9, now episode 10, part 2 of episode 9, Civil War, Are We Blind? All you have to do is go listen to all this. We, we are dropping information, our observations. You go research and say, wow, be informed in November, so when you step up, they're sending these universal ballots out. They're sending out, you're sending, you're gonna get a universal ballot. Your your parent has died of COVID. Are you gonna be tempted to open it up and vote for them too? Or are you gonna call for your absentee ballot and then they send you one absentee ballot and then you vote? But know what you're voting for. Four, right? So let's continue on here. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want people coming up and disagreeing with me and being all up in my face because it might not. Uh, anyway, that's another time, another topic for another day. Let's continue on. While getting special access to the very kind of small businesses that this money would support, businesses like this hair salon. Before she skipped town to violate her state's health guidelines, Pelosi proposed a bill. It was called the HEROES Act, which contained no additional paycheck protection funding. This is funding that would help the very small business she has bizarrely accused of plotting against her. So with all that hatred being whipped up by activists and Democrat wannabe politicians, it's not surprising that race protesters in Portland on the weekend, they caught a Trump supporter on the street calling out, hey, we've got one here. And one of those vigilantes, those Black Lives Matter vigilantes, you'll see him in this clip in white, turned, aimed, and shot that Trump supporter dead. Now, you may think this menace, this involvement of Democrats, this is an anomaly, I'm cherry picking here. But I don't think many Trump supporters or voters in the middle think like that at all. Because they've already seen, for instance, race protesters in California last week chant death to America. Okay. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but... I live in America and I don't want to see America die. 
I want the people who see a lot of this, a lot of this are people who are first or second, or maybe first, second, third, fourth generation immigrants who have come here. And they could easily say death to America. But as an American black whose people helped build this boy, I personally helped build this boy. I helped the economy to keep moving. I don't want to see the end of uh, a death to America because we want our people to take our rightful place and be the diplomats and be the in the highest offices in the land from people who are descendants of slaves and descendants of people who were amalgamated into the word colored. I want to see, I want to ascend up. I don't want America to go. I want America to stand to its true values, but someone could easily say death to America. Where are they coming from? The last time I heard death to America was in the 90s and the 2000s when it would be Arabs and different people like that who would chant death to America who were in other countries chanting death to America. But when you have a group of people inside of your country and they're chanting death to America, this is a cancer, people. Civil war. Are we blind? Are we blind? Are we blind to what's actually going on in the street? What you got to say? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to play another uh, clip. Um, it, it used to be a time when something like that, it would be considered... Uh, not terrorists, but um, uh, what's the other word for um, treasonous? Like a Benedict Arnold. Treasonous. Treasonous. Right. That would that would be considered treason, and definitely, I bet you, if we were saying it on a regular basis, it would be they would go back and pull that out the books that that's what it was. It was treason. Uh, these people are these are the same people. These are immigrants. And so you're suggesting to bring in immigrants and give them free health care. I posed this question a couple of shows ago. Where in the heck is that money going to come from if you're taking it from what's supposed to be going to us? So not only are you letting them in, not only are you giving them the health care, free health care, not only are you giving them the TIN number, not only are you going to give every other support that you can give them, really what it says to me is that you're deliberately slapping us in the face by doing that when you have not done your due diligence concerning our people but you let them in and you're going to fund them with our money that you're supposed to be giving us and you're not giving us anything we worked for this we're due this and actually the, the, the figure that you're quoting is not enough but it's a start it's a start to get, you know, our economics together. And you got to mitigate it all to even be talking and discussing bringing another people in here and giving them uh, all these fringe benefits. And this is the reason why we have to sit out, people. This is the reason why we got to pull our votes, people. Yeah, yeah, I understand there's the march and people died for our right to vote but our right to vote has turned into a farce because what they've done is double back and said okay cool you're voting you're voting but watch this watch how we pimp you 
Watch how we pimp you and make you like it. Watch how we pimp you. Well, I don't like it because I'm not the one getting paid. If I'm going to, if I'm going to be a, a worker of another trade, I will make my own money since I'm I'm putting in my own work. You will not pimp me. So, I mean, you know, I'm putting it in those terms so that the shock value of the terms can stick with you. And you understand that you got to do something. And the first thing that we can do, the most powerful thing that we can do at this point is not to vote in this election. Now, you're going to have some wise behind people that's going to come up because they're getting fringe benefits of one side or the other. They're getting their uh, 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 behinds greased. So they're going to have a problem with what you say. And you're coming out saying this openly. They're having a problem with it. But they're going to be the same ones that's going to be kicked out the uh, the truck after they get done using them. They're going to be on the side of the road, sitting there playing with their lips, needing some Fanax because they made the wrong decision. And remember, people, these are just our observations and our opinions we're here disseminating information so that you can go out do your research and say hey and come to your own mindset and get out of the hamster wheel mind state let's continue on people let's continue on this is how dishonest the mainstream media and the democrats are They will lie to your face even when we have video evidence that they are lying. The mainstream media and Democrats literally think you are so dumb, you will believe anything you hear. So they lie to try to stir up racial divide in our nation, to try to trick you into hating President Trump and voting for them instead. The domestic enemies to our voting system and our honoring our constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Please! Get up in the face of some Congress people. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. And they've seen Black Lives Matter protesters threaten and scream abuse at a woman, someone just sitting all alone at the diner when she would not raise her fist in support. They've also seen outside the White House last week anti-Trump protesters punch a man in the head and set up a mock guillotine for Donald Trump while the president was inside giving a big speech. Now, what would you do what would you do if this was in the reverse and they were coming at a group were coming at you 
and they were talking with you and it's a bunch of them and it's only two of you it's you and your wife what would you do and what does this caucasian woman you know they they, they hit facebook for a minute i just saw that when, when that came across they didn't want that information put across a hit but we got perfect streaming again now but they did not want that hit across so i don't know how much people got of that but look they how would you deal with that right how would you deal with that what would you say to that right oh it killed it killed all together it killed us all together let me see something let me let me go through they did not appreciate that they did not appreciate that on facebook luckily we have that on uh youtube but they have uh kicked our they kicked our signal out on facebook so i'll let you know that right now they kicked the signal out on facebook and i'm trying to see if we see it again because it's saying it's back to perfect streaming but it didn't hold long enough all right all right people so but we're, we're still going on on the film review life channel right so let's let's continue on here now let me push uh push record so we can have the rest of this all right people so they kicked us off of facebook that's cool but we're on youtube so we don't have to stop and this will be recalculated and put up in full now since they're fooling with us now look what would you do if uh, people were there doing that to you what would you do would you just sit there and take that or would you say hey this is this is something foul that's going on and we're going to uh correct this situation when they are coming at you like this and what does this caucasian woman know about the black plight anyway to be sitting up there talking at yang right so let's continue on with this real quick then the mob surrounded and menaced republicans leaving that speech of the convention the republican convention people like senator rand paul and his wife got monstered they all of a sudden saw me right as we got to the policeman fortunately or i don't think we'd have survived and then finally we decided to make a move i said we've, we've got to move if there's not going to be reinforcements we have to try to get to the hotel which was another block please get up in the face of some congress people we now wait a minute now that is cory booker now i can only go by what i see of cory booker if that was happening to cory booker he would be he would be just totally alarmed in fear and he's telling people to get up in people's faces they have created a monster that they cannot they will not be able to turn off. And if they have to turn it off, they're gonna have to do what they say Donald Trump is ill for proposing, which is keeping law and order. And remember how movies go. Once they have used you, 
then they can disregard you after they got the gold that they wanted. So that's what these people out here who are kicking off and bringing this civil war really needs, we really need to know about their plight. We are going to debunk their two biggest lies um, of the day. Lie number one, Joe Biden tweeted last night, and I quote, three years ago today, white supremacists descended on Charlottesville with torches in hand and hate in their hearts. Our president said they were, quote, very fine people. It was clear then, and it is clear now, Biden says, we are in a battle for the soul of our nation and we must win, end quotes. But that claim is false. The truth is, after Charlottesville, President Trump did not call neo-Nazis very fine people. President Trump said there were very fine people on both sides of the debate on Confederate statues. And that is true. And in the same sentence, President Trump said, and I quote, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Listen. You know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. What you didn't see in the media back then, what they did not edit in, what they edited it out to create their narrative, which is poor news. Information dissemination. All they said was there were fine people on both sides. Here's, we've got a lot of footage and they picked the footage they wanted to use. And they said that Donald Trump basically said that that racists were good people. And really what he was saying was there were good people on both sides of the debate on what they were debating on. He wasn't talking about the white nationals that are into accelerationism. And he also wanted to say, but there are some bad people on the other side that are wearing these helmets, they're dressed in all black, and they carry baseball bats. Who do we see kicking up the Civil War right now in these various cities? But what he talked about two years ago, but the media cut it the way they wanted it to be cut. Huh? 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 What you got to say? This is, well, first of all, <clears throat> the, the broadcast on um, on Facebook stopped at one hour and twenty two minutes, so it was long before you called it that it, it had stopped. It ended there, um, but yeah, this is uh, this news and the things that they leave out. They're constantly editing. They're constantly editing out, and they can edit so well that you don't even see where the edit is unless this is your field. You can tell where they cut and edit it. But these people are the most wicked conglomerate of people that I've ever seen. I'm seeing such wickedness and it's against one person? Really? So that coupled with what has already been done, what we've already what has already been the black experience here in America, and you are surprised. 
even now, you know, like I'll talk to somebody about something like um, the the one time when uh, when COVID first came and they were discussing uh, ways to to cure the COVID and the doctor had given some some things about injecting and then some kind of way out there that the president had said inject uh, some like household cleaning products uh, in, in the, and so I told people I said did you watch the whole conference did you watch the whole thing well no I just seen I saw it on the news I said but what did you see you saw a couple of minute clip that that uh, conference was about 45 minutes so what did you see well, I saw the president say dumb, uh, that dumb thing to inject some, I forgot what it was, like something like pine salt or something. Now, who's doing that? And so you believe that this man is so dumb. First of all, let's talk about how dumb he, he really is, right? He was a corporate guy who ran for president twice lost the first time lost the first time and let's keep in mind that back in the 80s the different reporters had been asking him would he ever become president clue they saw those oh, no, wait 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 let me say this let me say this let me say this as we come back clear here let me as we come into focus there we go donald trump talked about running for president all during the time and how he would all throughout the media throughout the 80s and in the 90s he would talk about how he would do it and why he would do it and what party he would use but the first time that he ran for president he won the presidency he didn't have to go twice or three times or one time before he won it and that's what's crawled up there but besides his policies which he stays true to what he said he's gonna do. So when you see this videotape and you see how they cut it, they lied to you. They, he was saying, he was asking a question about the blue light and also about could we find out if we could use something like, because it's good for the outside of cleaning, could we use it, find a way to use it for internal? He just asked a question. They took it and said that he said, let's use this. And that's not what he said. And the, and the people just took it hook, line, and sinker. And what I'm saying is, just be careful what you believe in. Go ahead and continue. Be careful what you hear and be careful how you hear. That is a biblical instruction. So, you know, people was going and running to town with that. And then when you correct them, when you say go look at the whole the whole um conference go look at the whole thing well i don't really need to look at it because i heard say no you heard you heard what they put together you heard what they extracted out you didn't listen to the whole thing and uh, to understand it is a fool another biblical precedent it is a fool who answers a matter without knowing all the facts so now you didn't took this ball and ran with it just like they expected you to. Not knowing all the facts, uh, you are a foolish person. I'm sorry. I have to tell you that because you're not looking at, if you don't know all the facts, you can't make an accurate assessment or even close to accurate assessment of what is actually taking place. 
So they do this all the time, people. And with concerning Trump, and you can you can say you can say whatever you want to about us. You can say, "Oh, Trump supporters." I'm in support of those who are in support of me. How about that? So he had more of a, a gainsay on that end because he has done some things to support my people. So yes, I am speaking favorably of him based on my observations. Might want to try it sometimes to observe past what the media pieces together and spoon feeds you. All right. Um, that thing with the injecting the he asked the question just like D said, he asked the question, and you'd be surprised to know what actually is some of the things that are injected to us that you wouldn't think was common to those in the body. You'd be surprised to know that. Okay, that's the reason why that question was a reasonable question because there are things, household things that are, are set at other levels and other degrees that are put into things that are injected into our body. Okay? But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the, with the black outfits, and with the helmets, and with the baseball bats. You got a, you had a lot of bad you had a lot of bad people in the other group too. Um, if you saw Trump supporters threatening Democrats like this, you think you'd ever hear the end of it from the ABC? And through all of this, the Democrats have encouraged the mayhem or at best stayed silent. I suspect that chaos, according to their calculations, would make Trump look bad and cost him the election. So let it rip. And I'm not exaggerating. Democrat cities like Portland, that's had riots and violence every night for more than 100 days now, promised that many protesters would not be prosecuted. Several mayors instead attacked and cut their own police forces, even as gun crime in cities like New York and Chicago spiralled in the lawlessness. As for Democrat challenger Joe Biden, his staff members, meanwhile, donated money to a group defending people arrested in the rioting and looting in Minneapolis that had turned block after block of that city into literally a smoking ruin. Line number two comes from PBS White House correspondent Yamiche Alcinder, who tweeted yesterday from the president's press briefing, and I quote, a moment to behold. The question, what do you mean by an invasion in the suburbs if Joe Biden is elected? President Trump, they're going to destroy suburbia, and 30% of the people in suburbia are minorities. They say 35%, but I like to cut it lower, end quote. Her obvious insinuation was that President Trump said he wants to reduce the number of minority people who live in the suburbs to make him seem like a racist, but that is false. The truth is, Yamisha's lying. She's deliberately left out the context of the president's comments to make it seem like he said something he didn't say. This is what the president actually said, and I quote, they're going to destroy suburbia, and 30% of the people in suburbia are minorities. They say 35%, but I like to cut it lower. You know why? That way I can never get myself in too much trouble with the fake news. Take a look. And they're gonna, in my opinion, destroy suburbia. And just so you understand, 
30% plus of the people living in suburbia are minorities. African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, they're minorities, 30%. The number's even higher. It's, they say 35, but I like to cut it a little bit lower. You know why? That way I can never get myself in too much trouble with the fake news. Also, all right, all right, all right. So look, I don't like that I'll send her woman anyway. Just my opinion. I just didn't like her. I don't like her makeup. I don't like her look. I don't like what she's saying. That is just, in other words, my opinion, a lie. The man is talking about that they're this Antifa and the people who are claiming to be Black Lives Matter and the Black Visions, MN, and all the other groups and the accelerationism groups that our white nationalists are going to go in. They're kind of like joined together within the mayhem. They may be on opposite sides clashing. Then you got the the order coming in to clash with both sides, right? But they're here to destroy the society, to bring about something new that I know will not be favorable to American blacks. I can tell you. So whose side are you on? American black side. That's whose side I'm on. So this is an, just a lie. And when you find out the old girl is actually an immigrant. Her people were immigrants. And she's second, first, first, second generation. I don't know how that really works. But first and second generation here coming in, masking as an African-American reporting this and you can hear clear as day what the man said when it's uncut unadulterated <sighs> let's continue soliciting money to defend them was biden's running mate kamala harris to this freedom fund she urged her supporters and in an interview said that these protests must in fact go on there are protests still happening in yes. major cities across the United States. I'm just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right, I had that's right. for the first few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's they're not. This is a movement. They're not going to let up, and they should not. That right there is the church, right there on the square coming from the White House. They were trying to knock down the, they had already burned it, right? But they was trying to knock it down to get to it, to burn it down. It's already damaged on the inside. They put protective fencing up, but the people who President Trump is protecting from this civil war, 
are talking negatively against them or are, have they stopped talking negative so we haven't seen them in the news lately because they're trying to knock the fence down to try to burn down the church. Now, I don't care what you believe spiritually or whatever your religious take is. They are walking in and burning, trying to burn down a church, a church that is something that has to do with people's belief in God. People's belief and faith in everything and how you're supposed to live your life to get to a reward in the afterlife. Whatever you believe about that. This is more than anarchy. These are atheists. They're not even agnostics. Agnostics at least are trying to say that prove to me that there is a God. These are not only anarchists accelerationists but they are atheists they want to go and burn the church down they already had done damage to it and they want to burn it down more what 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 is the media covering how could they say that this is peaceful obviously the media doesn't believe because they've been hurt. They've been hurt. Like, okay, let me let me look at the other side. Let me look at people, in my opinion, like Rachel Maddow, <laughs> Rachel Maddow and all the other people who have what was once alternative, considered an alternative lifestyle or deviant or mental illness, FANAP, mental illness. Now they want to make it mainstream. And this right here, church, goes total contrary to that end so they've been hurt but me as a full-blooded american black citizen of the united states of america the corporation right i want the free to be able to worship like you like not worship like you like and to be left alone to do just that and not be ran over and trampled because I choose not to believe exactly what you believe. This is not freedom. This is not life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is believe the way I believe or I'm going to trample you. This is a civil war. Are we blind to what we're seeing? I already know that Facebook Facebook wants you to be blind. They want you to be blind. They want you to be blind. But let's continue on. But then Donald Trump's poll numbers last week started to rise. And all over, oh, on CNN in particular, that's far left, that hates Trump, they sounded the alarm. What a change that was. Because first note this, just a couple of months ago, one CNN host, Chris Cuomo, who's brother of the Democrat governor of New York, he wouldn't hear of any criticism of this violence. Now, too many see the protests as the problem. Please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. But last week, fellow CNN host Don Lemon, another Trump hater, warned him, wait, the polls show these riots aren't working. Pull back. The rioting has to stop. Chris, as you know, and I know, it's showing up in the polling. 
-hmm. It's showing up in focus groups. It is the only thing, it is the only thing right now that is sticking. Joining me is Barbara Heinebeck, former press officer to the wife of then Democrat President Jimmy Carter before becoming a strategic consultant to Democrat President Bill Clinton. Barbara, I'm shocked by what I see. Uh, Thanks for joining us, but how serious is this political violence? Um, It is terrible and it has been terrible for three months. Um, We've talked about it before, Andrew. And what's so sad right now is that when we watched for the last two weeks, the Democratic and the Republican conventions, during the Democratic convention, they had five nights, four hours a night. Not one word was breathed about the violence and Kamala Harris, the woman running for vice president on the Democratic ticket, she went on to say how wonderful Black Lives Matter was. You, were, you just showed you know, a little clip from her, nothing about the violence. And Joe Biden said he could run it from his, he could run this campaign from his basement and he's gonna listen to the science. And that means everyone stay low and stay at home. His ratings were up pretty high. Now, as you showed Don Lemon, pointing out just as of Friday, because the Democrats came off a convention where they did two things. They talked about what a nice guy Joe Biden was for five days. Nothing about his accomplishments. He didn't have any. You could have summed those up in about a minute if oh, for the 47 years he's been in political arena. And also they talked about how much they disliked Donald Trump. No, but what did the Republicans do? Conversely, they had a long list of accomplishments that Donald Trump has achieved. And so many of the things that he's done for people of color, not just for the nation. He has um, given money on an annual basis to historically black colleges and universities. Even when I went to Howard University many years ago, they had to almost beg and borrow to get annual funding for the school to stay open the coming year. And now Donald Trump has said, no, you don't have to do this anymore. There will be annual funding coming forth to you. And then he put the, um, is the, he put the embassy back in Jerusalem where four or five presidents before him had promised and never did anything about it. It's Donald Trump who started prison reform and that meant shorter sentences and looking at the numbers of how many blacks are in prison versus whites, and basically looking at, let's correct this so that the crime will lead the time. And you're not gonna have someone in prison for many, many years for a smaller crime. So he's looking at that. The economy went up until COVID-19. It's coming back pretty nicely, I think faster than some had expected. And what we're going to be looking at now when we saw that the Democrats have spent the last four years without having done anything policy-driven or constructive for people of the nation. They've spent their time trying to either impeach Donald Trump or trying to blame it on Russia as he in cahoots with the Russians and these other scenarios. And I think that the Democrats were hoping that the Black Lives Matter demonstrations were going to end up at the foot of Donald Trump. But And what they've done for three months, because I do a lot of channel surfing, I'll watch a full clip of the violence like you just displayed a minute, a few minutes ago. 
But when you watched some of mainstream media, they took out those clips and just showed you the part where they were demonstrating, um, you know, in a peaceful manner during the day. If they were so peaceful, why would they have to hide their faces? I did a lot of marching and protesting back in the 60s and early 70s, you know, one of my college years and younger years. And we wanted people to know who we were and what we stood for. And it was for a goal and a reason. But like Donald Trump called them many months ago, domestic terrorists, that is exactly what they are. They're thugs, they're thieves. All right. So look. My lion eyes must be lying to you. My eyes and lion eyes are lying to me. This is what is happening. And you have to sit up and watch. And they have started and created a monster that they're not going to be able to stop. They're not bringing them in like the Republicans did the Tea Party. Because these people are anarchists accelerationists, atheists, talking about death to America. Now, I don't know about, uh, I've done freedom of speech before, but I've never said death to America. I've always wanted America to be as great as it could be. You know what I mean? Not this. So this is clear cut, people. We got through the whole package. This is clear cut what's happening and the media is complicit in moving America in some way that I believe will not be advantageous for American blacks. The people out there who are practicing anarchy, they are practicing accelerationism, they are atheists, they are whatever else, are pushing America towards something that will not be positive to American blacks. Did you see that they just we're going to we're going to get that probably tomorrow on episode 11. But did you see the woman, the Caucasian woman from the burbs, some of the rich burbs who were who was out there, they unmasked her and they found her to be out there being one of the ones in mass doing this anarchy. And what is she going to claim? Patty Hearst, if you want to know about what's happening now, you have to know about what happened in the past. Look up Patty Hearst. Is she going to say she has some kind of syndrome and she went along with the people doing wrong and she's going to go off and still be able to have money and okay, or is she going to get some time? We're going to talk about her tomorrow. You know, these are just our opinions, our observations on the situation, right? And so, people, it's time for you to become aware. We're not trying to get you woke. We're just leaving the information there. You do your own research. Be informed. Who are you voting for? You are voting for the party that was the party of lynching, of succession from the United States. And they are now the party of and supporting anarchy. So what you got to say? Um, we have entered into a mission impossible for the Democrats. They have created, like you said, they've created a monster. And so now they're in mission impossible as far as 
and the mess going to self-destruct. It's going to self-destruct on them because of the heart that was behind it. Um, behind it. There's no way that you could do this type of wickedness and not pay for it. And the reason why these people, you know, they're atheists and stuff like that, because this is look, this looks to me behind. Um, I'm not saying all Democrats are atheists, but those who are at the helm and steering the ship uh, the way it's going, they would they would appear to be atheists to me because there was no honor, there was no uh, fear of God, there was no uh, nothing like that that was in in this at all. I mean, there's no way it could be. So that's why those people feel so free in doing the way, doing things the way they're doing. And I, um, I'm glad that none of our people have, because by right, you're wearing Black Lives so you're you're kind of pre- presenting the picture um, that you are uh, doing this on behalf of. We don't need anybody out there doing anything on behalf of us, number one. But my first thought would have been that one of our uh, sisters should go out there and cease and desist on them, command them to gag up and quit using Black Lives Matter on their rhetoric. That would be the first thing. But I think I think we need to stay out of the way of everything and let them just self-destruct. That's what we just need to do. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen because of the wickedness. It's no other way that they're going to turn on each other. But always is, is when people out of wickedness begin to turn on each other. And then they begin to start and self-destruct. So that's what's going to happen. We need to stay out of the way of all of this and just observe. Just observe. Yeah, we're going to have to sit and just keep on doing observations. That's right, people. Listen, make sure you go to Cash App, dollar sign, TFR Podcast Live, dollar sign, TFR Podcast Live. You like what you're hearing here, the information that we are disseminating. Make sure that you smash a few dollars on that account, right? Also, we didn't get calls tonight. I knew the phone lines was today. I know the phone lines are on, so I'm not sure uh, because it's been Fukazi a couple of few days, but maybe the, they were taking in information because we saw people watching. Unfortunately, there's a censorship situation going on over there on FB. We've talked about it. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we won't move and foretell our movements, but we make sure that the information is out there for you, right? Make sure that you check us out on Periscope, on Vimeo, on the Film Review Life channel, on YouTube, right? Make sure that you smash that subscribe button, like, share these episodes, Share episode 104 through 110 of hashtag TFR Podcast Live. Make sure that you share and like episodes 121 through 129 of hashtag TFR Podcast Live. And make sure that you 
watch and go through observations episodes 1 through 10 11 coming up tomorrow hashtag tfr podcast live ob observations by crazy d with my special guest host my sister tanya m congress make sure that you press that like button on her page and on my page while they last that's right so look as we come down this has been a robust show a lot of information a lot of lies dispelled and when you see that people you have to have a different perspective on what's going on and i can tell the people have the people who i talk to like my sister was saying who have been indoctrinated by and believe everything that the media says well we here at hashtag tfr podcast live ob are about bringing you the uncut so that you can see hear be knowledgeable about the movements that you make so that you won't be a drunk. So people, listen. This has been another great episode of Hashtag TFR Podcast Live Presents Observations by Crazy D with my special guest host, Tanya M. Congress. And we will see you. We will see you. Tomorrow on hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB. You're talking about Germany, why I made the curators thick of the Hollywood French community. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.